Hey, everybody, Mark Herman, a.k.a. L.A. Bengals fan on most of the major platforms. I'm joined here, as always, by a partner in crime, Sam Snyder, Primetime Sports Talk. And this is the AFC Championship Preview Jungle Talk. Yeah. Let's go. First one ever. Let's go. First one ever. So, all right, we're going to go through. Now, you know, in the last, uh, in our recap, we did not talk about any of the bad stuff. So we're going to touch up because we didn't want to rain on the parade from our victory in Tennessee. So I tried, I tried really hard. Yeah. But I tried gonna, really hard. So, but we're going to, so we're going to start out talking about the bad things we didn't bring up on Sunday. Then we'll go ahead. We'll talk about some news and then we'll preview this game coming up. So yes, sir. the, um, the, the biggest thing, I, the biggest thing I have is, is the, that had to be the worst offensive line performance of the season what we saw on Sunday. Now I know we were up against probably one of the best, if not the best defensive lines in football, but I think, I think the best. Okay. Well, but with that said, we, (laughs) that was the worst performance I've ever seen three sacks in the first quarter, five sacks in the first half. I mean, it burrow running for his life. I mean, it was just, like I said, first time ever, the, the most sacks ever given up, for a playoff win was eight by Donovan McNabb got sacked eight times, ironically under Andy Reed, but, and he won the game. That's now erased from the record books because we now have nine and we won the game. So, but that by far was the, was the worst part. The other thing, and we talked about this on Sunday, just a little bit was there were, there were a couple, I know that there were times where Burrow couldn't get rid of the ball, but there were two third downs where Burrow took a sack and took us out of field goal range. And you have in a field position, close game like that, you have to get rid of the ball. I don't, if you see it, just chuck it out of bounds. You, you, you have to get rid of the ball. And that was not good. Um, yeah, I, I'll let you touch you know, on those I, two before I give you my last two. So, yeah. And I, I, I want to, I want to drop something on that. By the way, I, I lived in Philadelphia during the exact uh, uh, time you're talking about uh, McNabb. I was a big fan. I lived in Philly. Obviously, a Bengals fan through and through, but I lived in Philly, so I was rooting for them too. But I, I was there for that. Um, somebody else gave me a lot of trouble in the comments um, for complaining about Burrow holding on to the ball too long, and he was like, "Well, what do you want him to do? Throw an interception?" And I'm like, um, "Do you understand the quarterback position?" Because there are other ways you could like, you know, throw the ball at somebody's feet. You could chuck the ball out of bounds. You could roll out. He was rolling out a lot, trying to, uh, and chuck the ball out of bounds. Um, But it's the burrow that it's the Joey that we all know and like, you know what I mean? We love that. We love the fact that he always thinks the play's not dead and he's going to go down the field. And that's exciting. And I, I think that's thrilling that we have that kind of guy where we put that trust in him. But it doesn't stop us from, from you know, asking whether or not he should chuck the ball out of bounds. He should have numerous times. And that was the thing I said about uh, or, or talked about in the last video. And uh, I wish he did a little bit more. Um, but I, I am, I'm with everybody out there in that, you know, I have trust in Joe Burrow. 
Um, those are things that he's going to learn. He's going to figure out as he goes along. Well, the, my biggest thing is I talk all the time about situational football when it's third down and you're in field goal range, you cannot take, you can do anything except turn the ball over, take a sack. And not yeah. only did we take a sack, he like in attempting to get away from the sack, added another five yards to the loss to where we hands down had to punt the ball. We would have had at least one, if not two more Evan or money Mac, uh, field yeah. goal attempts. If, uh, if he uh, if we hadn't taken those. So that was my biggest problem with those. Um, the other two things I want to talk about. You can't you can't compromise points. That's the quarterback's job. You right. cannot compromise points. If you can't put points on the board, you also cannot compromise points. Right. So you can't take that sack that takes you out of field goal range. We've seen it. God, we've seen it in the playoffs. Playoffs. Okay. So the other two Uh, things I want to talk about, the other two things I want to talk about um, the last 13 seconds of the first half, we got the ball back with an opportunity to at least maybe make a strike to get Evan a a field goal attempt. And I just thought that was completely mismanaged. Um, So I didn't like that. And then the, uh, the last thing, and I want, I wrote this down and I, I was determined to get this in. We ran a reverse where we asked Burrow to be the lead blocker. And I watched it, and Burrow half-heartedly kind of looked like he was going to do it and then pulled himself out of the play, and we ended up taking a loss on the play. But I don't ever want to see a play run where we're asking Burrow to be the lead blocker. Take that play, restructure it, have a different person, have a tight end pulling and leading the way. Do not run that play again. I don't ever want to see that play again. So that well, was something that I had in bold on my sheet because I watched that. And I said, I don't ever want to see that play run again. Well, and this is, this is a week removed, uh, a week removed from uh, a fourth and one where we had a nasty, um, it wasn't quite a reverse. It was a wide receiver uh, crossing pattern uh, where Jamar came over and, and took a handoff. And I, I mean, for all intent and purposes, it was a reverse, um, even though it did not exchange hands twice. That was a phenomenal play, and it probably won us the game against the Raiders. Um, but I agree with you. Yeah, um, I, listen, I understand. Joe is probably in Zach's ears like, yeah, let me block. Let me block. No. Let me block. I don't care what he's. I don't care what he's saying. Zach's job is to say no, 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 no. You're not ever going to. Could you imagine if he got hurt? If he got hurt, Zach Taylor would be like on the spigot right now, like um, roasting over a fire. No. As soon as I saw that play, and I saw Bro, and I said, "Please don't blow your head." and try to low a block. And then he kind of just pulled himself out of the play. We took like a two or three yard loss on it. It was a failed play. And I thought, I don't ever want to see us even putting him in a position where of somebody can come take a cheap shot. So yeah, well, bro- that that's, that's the idea when you have a franchise quarterback, uh, you know, the Colts didn't run Peyton Manning out there for an extra block. Um, the Patriots never did it. I mean, with Tom Brady. Now, maybe those guys went out there and did it, but it was not a design play. No. Uh, Drew Brees was never designed 
to go out there, go out there and like cut a cut a a, a right tackle, you know, on an off guard play. You know, those things just generally don't happen because you got to protect the franchise. That's right. crazy. He's Joey franchise. Yep. Um, you got to protect your 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 main dude. So, all right. So with that, that's all I had on the bat. I also had P Ryan about changing momentum, but I know he didn't purposely do that, but that play seriously changed the momentum of that game. Um, Cause we were about it, to put it, it, it away happens. a lot earlier. If Yeah, I know. So, all right. So let's get in now. I have two pieces of news. The first one was the cam sample didn't practice. He's still dealing with the groin injury. Other than that, everybody else looks okay. Um, Stanley Morgan, Tupu, our limited practice. Everybody else is full practice. Um, so that's uh, that's on the Bengals side. And I tweeted out an article. You could check my Twitter feed that talked about Evan McPherson. But the article talked about how the team maneuvered around. We went into the draft saying, okay, we're going to take Jamar Chase one. But we were absolutely determined to grab two offensive linemen and three defensive players primarily linebackers with the next five picks. So that means that when the fifth round comes along, we aren't going to draft Evan McPherson. We're going to be following suit, which is taking one of those five players. Um, But by trading back on Carmen, they picked up the extra pick. So they were able to meet their criteria, which is the two offensive linemen and the three linebackers, and then pick up Evan McPherson. And Duke Tobin, I didn't know this, but Duke Tobin's father was part of the Chicago Bears teams of the 80s, and they drafted Kevin Butler in the fourth round. He was part of that 85 Bears Super Bowl team. So he was kind of channeling his father in that understanding that it's not a bad thing to draft a kicker here, here, the bears had drafted a kicker. Kevin Butler was one of their most solid kickers. So, so it was just kind of an interesting, I didn't, I had no idea that Duke Tobin's father was even in football. So that was, yeah, you was know, I think me. It's, that's on my Twitter feed. If you want to read it. So I'm, I think it's funny. And it's, that's a great story. I love that story. Um, I don't know that the, the correlation is really there. I mean, obviously, this is sports. So we're always going to create uh, some sort of correlation that might not be there, or it might be. Who knows? Um, uh, I prefer to think that it is, like you say. Um, but I, you know, what I also, uh, you know, what that brought to me is, you know, I've been thinking about doing uh, before our game this Sunday, I've been thinking about writing an article uh, about the Bengals. And I, and I, I wrote, because I think it's long overdue, even though a lot of people are doing it. Um, uh, I asked a bunch of friends of mine, and I gave them like four subjects. One of those subjects was Zach Taylor and Duke Tobin have bucked the trend um for for cincinnati and it doesn't mean that we drafted in spite of them but it it means that we we're drafting really smart we've we've done very well on drafts marvin lewis did very very well in drafts and i give him all the credit in the world and a lot of it was duke tobin being there but i think since taylor came in and he clearly wanted to build the team his way. And Tobin obviously got right on board. 
this is a great example. I think McPherson is a great example. You know, yes, like you said, we made that trade that gave us that extra pick. And damn it, what did we do with it? We got this guy that just on the sideline looked at his teammates and said, looks like we're going to the AFC championship before he even walked out on the field. I mean, this is a, what, a 24, 24 year old, 23 year old? Under 25. He's part of that core under 25. Jamar Chase calls him little brother. And yeah, he's, no. he's and he's older than Jamar Chase. <laughs> well, and he's it also shows you Jamar Chase. Think about the relationship that Mike Vanderjack had with Peyton Manning. And now right. think about the relationship and how how hated he was. Because I remember when he missed that kick of the playoffs and Peyton Manning wanted nothing to do with them because they had gone back and forth and they did not get along at all. And it was public yeah. and everybody knew it. And then I remember Peyton watching the ball miss it and going, he missed it. Like he wanted to like tell, go out there and take a swing at Vanderjack. Kill him. So, he wanted to kill him. So it's so different to have McPherson who actually personality wise is more like Burrow than he is like, and that's why, you know, Vinatieri was one of those kickers that was embraced by the team. They loved him because he was a tough guy. So, um, you know, like I said, it's just, it's nice to have uh, it's nice to have an Evan McPherson. And it was interesting to see how we were not going to deviate from that five players. We, we're taking Chase, and then in the next five picks, we're taking two two linemen and three linebackers, and being able to manufacture the pick that that led to McPherson. So yeah, and 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 look what look what came out of uh, of that offseason. And I know we're getting off track. We're supposed to be. No, we're going to preview the game in a second. I'm going to pull you back we're, on we're track. We're supposed to be previewing the Chiefs. Finish your thought I mean, here, and then we're previewing. But this is, but this, is this is undeniable. You know what I mean? I this I mean this is good talk. Um, but this is between the rookies and the veterans that we brought in. We're talking about bringing in guys that now go into press conferences and are just like you said, you said Evan McPherson seems like a Joe Burrow. It's because they're confident. They're confident. I mean, they are, I mean, they're they're their balls are scraping the ground, all of them, everybody. Whether they're rookies, whether they're whether they're uh, guys that came in from another team, whether they're guys that came in on a free agent contract, and that was the other thing. What I what you know when I said I was going to write an article, you know one of the other options was you know talking about uh, free agents that took a chance on the Bengals, um, and obviously money is a big thing in football, uh, all sports. But guys that took a chance and good God, how handsomely rewarded are they being? Yeah. Um, and and they're doing great work. I mean, Mike Hilton has been, you know, unbelievably well rewarded, but how good for him to be in the AFC championship game. I'm still, every time I see the, the commercial on the screen, there's only two games left. Right. You know well, what I mean? Mike Hilton. The Mike NFC Championship, NFC Championship and the Bengals are, are named there. Mike, Mike Hilton jumped ship from Pittsburgh at the perfect time because he jumped over to us and he can stay here and, and we've got a, our future is bright. 
So he got off uh, a sinking ship been, just in the nick of time. he's been all Bengals all the way. Oh, he's been if our I biggest did, ambassador. He's one if, of the reasons you, we got Hendrickson. Listen to, if you listen to him, you would think he's been a Bengal through and through right. the entire time. He's one of the reasons we got Hendrickson. He's one of the reasons why we got uh, Riley Reef because they all oh, had really? that steak dinner. And, and he was saying, you know, really pushing and being an ambassador for us and getting Reef, albeit it was only a one-year contract. And we don't know if Reef's coming back, but he was one of the reasons why we did that. So, all right. I do think, I do think based on our uh, performance, Reef will uh, be more open to, a to discount. Uh, giving, giving us the best shot to resign him first. Yes, I agree. So let's get in. Let's preview this game. There's um, a game? There's a game. It's a big what game. What kind of game? <laughs> it's, a, it's a championship game. The le- winner of this goes to the Super Bowl. So, um, Mark, can I interrupt you real quick? Sure. Hey, anybody that's watched this far, please hit the subscribe button. That's right. Hit that little notification bell. Leave a comment down below. Let us know what you think about this game before Mark and I give our predictions so you're not swayed one way or the other. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's jump in. I've got I've got some serious serious concerns going into this game, and 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 I just have four of them down. You know, are the they lightest one from the ones you had the first time we played this. Yes, game? they are different. So because we're asking this team, and I don't know that this is possible. We are asking this team to beat Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Twice in four weeks. Uh-huh. That's that's a tall order. Uh, mm-hmm. Beating Andy Reid once is an accomplishment. Doing it twice in four weeks is going to be difficult. And the other things that bother me, this team, McKin- Jarrett McKinnon has now emerged as a legitimate. I mean, who cares if Edwards Hilaire is there or not there? I mean, obviously he adds depth, but McKinnon has showed himself to be a very viable weapon. Um, we basically have gifted Spagnola the Tennessee blueprint to how to screw with our right side of our line. Um, They've got that footage now uh, and and the chiefs are healthy. So everybody, uh, Tyron Matthews out of concussion protocol, he was full practice today. So like I said, those things bother me, but the biggest thing is, like I said, beating Andy Reid twice in four weeks. Um, Mark. And we cost we cost this team the one seed. This team would have had the one seed had we not knocked them out of it. So don't think they Mark, have forgotten that. Yes. Can we pause for a second? Okay, so that's what troubles me. We just paused. We're back. That's what troubles me. I, you have to remember something about Andy Reid. This is the third time or the fourth time. It's the fourth time that the chiefs have hosted the AFC championship game. That's a huge accomplishment. Do you know who hold the previous record for most consecutive hosting of an AFC championship game? Buffalo. No, Andy Reed or not AFC, but championship game. Andy Reed at Philadelphia had huh. three. That's the kind of coach we're going up against you. This guy is a perennial winner. So that's why I'm saying this is a huge task we're asking in terms of beating Andy Reid twice in four weeks. That's all I'm putting yeah, out. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, you know, I will say, and I know I'm not arguing against you because I know that you're, you know, we're on the same team, obviously. Right. Um, 
you know, we, we beat the Chiefs once and oh, boy, it was, by the way, if anybody watching ever questioned going forward on fourth right at the goal line in order to run out the clock and score to beat the Chiefs the first time, all you needed to see was the Bills gave Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds. And they, and they got tied. 13 oh, I know. seconds. Right. They gave him 13 seconds. And he was like, oh. Okay. Well, and if you've read any of the articles, Travis Kelsey came in and said, okay, these are the routes that are going to be open. Told Tyreek Hill exactly what route to be running and then how he was going to get them in field goal range. And they ran those exact two plays in the huddle and and went ahead. So there was no question. Burrow in his interview, uh, post-game interview of that game, said, you saw who's on the other side of the ball. That's why we took that approach. So Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I just know I it was questioned over and over. Everybody's like, oh, thank God he was right. And I'm like, well, even if he – even if he wasn't right, or if we scored too quick, right, they probably would have just gone boom, 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 boom. We're done, right? Um, so, I think, I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, um, God, I agree with you, Andy Reid. I, I used to live up with when Andy Reid was a coach of the Eagles. I used to live in Philadelphia. I love the guy to death. Um, he's a phenomenal coach. Um, I think he and Zach Taylor share some traits. Obviously, Zach is a lot younger, has a lot, you know, further to go. I'm not putting him in the same class, right. but I think they have the same um, traits as far as aggressiveness and 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 that thing goes. And what I like about Zach is that Zach is uh, he feeds off uh, the youth of this team. You know what I mean? Uh, the the uh, the youth of this team, like, is kind of willing themselves to do a little bit better and ignore the outside talk and ignore, yeah, we're not supposed to do this, uh, but we're gonna anyway. And I think Zach's feeding off that too, and that's really really exciting. That's something that Cincinnati hasn't had for. I, ever i i don't think i don't know i mean who have we had wait wait coslet <laughs> he's not youth lewis no those youth. were yes we're older sam Weiss should uh, probably be the only other guy who was a player's coach that excited his players he got sam Weiss would get as excited as anybody on the field yeah, <laughs> yeah. and well, so and even and even though the, i mean the one time we had a young guy it was uh dave shula and he was clearly not ready no he was not no. right matter of fact i got a good buddy out there who immediately compared zach taylor to dave shula and i was like look can we give him a minute just give him a minute and he's like i don't know feels like dave shula to me as typical cincinnati fan right i was like let's give it a sec give right. it a sec give it a sec so um you know it's funny that uh you know you like i said we uh we look at this team and um it's just amazing how everything's come together and and I'm really excited about where we are and win or lose this week. Um, we've exceeded expectations. This team has grown so much just by getting as far as they've gotten. 
Um, so I just want everybody to understand that if we don't pull off the game this week, you should, you should still hold your head high, be happy. This was, we were talking about, you can go to our, our videos throughout the year. We were talking, I was talking nine and eight, you know, 10 and seven and, you know, challenging for a playoff. Spot, I was talking not winning seven the North. and 10. I know you had us. So, so like I said, this has been a, this has been a huge trade. And I also would like to point something out. Zach Taylor has had an impact on the coach hirings that are happening right now because Dan Quinn was not hired. Jim Caldwell has not been hired, but who got announced today? Young coaches with unproven records. They don't have all the pelts on the wall that, that these other coaches have. But if you look at the playoffs, Andy Reid is the only veteran playoffs. Coach. Andy Reid is the only veteran coach in the four. The other three were all hired. Now, I know Sean McVay is now considered kind of a veteran coach, but when he was hired, he had no track record. He had nothing. Same thing with Zach Taylor. So I think that you're seeing that kind of trend in that take the unproven guy who's young and trying to recreate it. And I think we were a big we were a big influence on that. I think they've looked well, at us and I, said, look, just, they took a chance on Zach Taylor and they're in the AFC championship game in their third year. I just think it's important um, for for teams of any city. I like I know that I'm I'm hard on Cincinnati fans because I'm from Cincinnati. So I, I hold Cincinnati fans to a higher standard than I would, um, you know, uh, fans of, of many other teams because I, I don't live in their, in their city. But I know that it goes the same way. I know everybody has the same uh, arguments for or against their coaches, for or against the play, uh, play calling, for or against who they sign, who they don't sign. Um, listen, Zach Taylor, after one year, Everybody was like, screw that guy. Get him out of here. And I'm like, it's one year after the second year. People, screw that guy. Get him out of here. I'm like, it's second year. But you watch, if you go back and watch what Zach Taylor has done, he has systematically gotten rid of the people that were not a part of his system. Whether you agree with some of those people or not, whether you agree with the Dunlaps and the Atkins and um, and stuff like that, you know, some some are good, some are bad. I think we all agree that we didn't want this guy to go, but we did want that guy to go, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, we can go on and nausea. Right. But, um, but Zach Taylor, you know, it's just like the, the same thing when you're evaluating a wide receiver. Um, that's not so much the case nowadays, but it used to be by the third year. That's when you want the wide receiver to, uh, really take shape. Mm. Um, and I think anymore, I think that's what you do with a head coach. You have to give them a couple years, get rid of the people. It doesn't work. Give them a couple years to draft the guys he does want. Um, I mean, we're forgetting you know, Zach Taylor's first draft, it was horrible. It was, it sucked. It sucked. It was terrible. But he also just was coming off, um, you know, uh, uh, being a challenger for the Super Bowl with the Rams. Um, and then he just walks right in and people are like, oh, we hate Drew Sample. Well, you know what? Drew Sample's still on the team. He's a great blogger. Right. Um, he was never supposed to be a, a, a great pass catcher or anything like mm -hmm. that. But you give Zach Taylor 
a couple of years and look what's happened. He mm-hmm. has built a pretty good team. And most importantly, the entire team is by, I, you know what? There's a great picture, by the way, Travion Williams, uh, practice squad up and down to uh, active roster was wearing a Zach Taylor shirt and a picture of Zach Taylor and all the things he's done below it. And I thought that was cool. And all these guys that are on this team, they all believe in Zach Taylor. And I don't know how much you can ask for. Okay. I really don't in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. So let's get back. What a, you have any, uh, anything on top of what I said about your concerns or anything that you want to post that's, uh, that's positive? I, I guess, I, I guess the only thing I'll mention, and I'll make it quick. Uh, the only thing I'll mention is I think in our, in our first uh, matchup with Casey, uh, we held Kelsey to, uh, I thought it was five for 25. I read an article today. Seven, somebody said it was seven for 25. I don't think it was. I think it was five catches for 25 yards. It's not going to happen again. I expect Kelsey to get two touchdowns in this game easily. I expect him to go over 100 yards easily. Well, we also kept um, Tyree Killen check, and I expect him to have a bigger game. We were able to do what we did last week in mitigating Derrick Henry and mitigating the big weapons. We were able to do that to the Chiefs the first time. I, I honestly don't think we're going to be able to do that this time. Um, and like I said, and I think their defense, while be it their line is not as good as Tennessee's, I think they've got a good week of film to look at. Um, and our white side, I mean, we've it's been exposed. We knew it all along, but it was it was grossly exposed last week. And I think they're going to be able to take advantage of that. So, um, yeah, I in in my opinion, I mean, if I was formulating a game plan and clearly I am not an NFL coach, I, I don't know um, as much as uh, the DCs in this league know um, if it were me. I would put Awuzier on Byron Pringle. Um, and then I would put uh, Apple uh, and a heavy safety presence um, on Tyreek Hill. Uh, the safety uh, uh, being the guy that makes sure that when he catches the ball, he doesn't get out of there. Right. You know what I mean? I, I hope Apple best on the ball, but if he doesn't, I want a safety there to tackle him. And, um, but Pringle has been having just an un- unbelievable stretch of games. Yeah. And so and, no, and Hardiman has also emerged. So, I mean, like I said, all their yeah. weapons and Jarek McKinnon is now showing that he's a viable uh, replacement for uh, Edward Hilaire. So uh, I, like I said, I, very concerned about this this is not the same team we faced before they're healthier they're more the cupboard is more stocked and and you're talking about like i said beating them twice in four weeks i and it's andy Reid. oh i agree i think you kind of get an idea where i'm going with my prediction so let's just jump right in i'll let you do yours first 
Um, okay. Unless you want me to go first. I went first last time and then you got mad because I had almost the same score as you. So I'll let you go. No, first. I didn't get, I didn't get mad. You said, hey, you took everything I was going to say. So I'll let you go. <laughs> unless you want me to go, I'm, I'm happy to go because I already know what I'm going to say. So uh, I, I'll, I'll go first and go I, I will try not to um, uh, talk your ear off. Although I did have another thing I was going to say. Um, I do think we'd stop McKinnon. Uh, I do think uh, that we can stop the run. I think that's key. Anytime you stop one facet of the game um, uh, and CH, by the way, CH hasn't done anything yet. And I'm, I'm knocking on wood. It is wood. Um, I'm knocking on wood, but CH hasn't done anything yet. I'm not scared of him. He, he does, CH does not scare me. McKinnon does uh, because he catches the ball out of the backfield. We've always had a problem with that. Um, I do think the key to this game, this time, if we're going to win, it's going to be the linebackers. Jermaine Pratt has played fantastically. Um, he is my favorite Bengals player. Uh, Logan Wilson has played great got himself another interception last week. He's played great. Those two guys are really, really key. I think we need Tupo to play. Um, it doesn't mean that we're sunk if he could not. Um, I do believe that the secondary can keep up with the receivers. I think Tyree Hill with safeties over the top, we can just hold him to a 15 to 20 yard catch as opposed to burden us for 50. Um, and we shut down Pringle. We'll deal with Harmon as, as best we can. I'm going to homer this, Mark. I know you're not. I'm waiting to hear your score. I already know you're not going to homer this. I'm going to homer this because I'll tell you what, I haven't been homering much this whole season, but we're in the AFC championship game. I'm watching commercials, and there's only two games that are going to be on television on Sunday, and I'll be damned. If I'm not a homer, who am I? I'm going to take Cincinnati, 31, Kansas City Chiefs, 27, and I do believe Joe Burrow is going to cement it with a touchdown at the end. Nice. 27-24. Boom, touchdown, boom, over. Let's go. All right. Well, for that to happen, our tackling has to be stellar. That's right. We, ha we cannot. I mean, you watched uh, the Bills supposedly have this great defense and, and they couldn't tackle anybody. But then again, the Chiefs couldn't tackle any of the Bills either. But Matthew was out and it changed their whole coverage. So, but I'm not, I'm not saying that what you just said, I'm not rooting for. But I'm going to be a realist, and I'm going to be the guy who's going to rain up. I just this is so we're switching. We're I know. Switching, well, it is. Uh, listen, I, I all season I've told you the way it is. I told you the one time I went opposite, even though I felt like we were going to win. I was hoping the reverse hex would help, but this is not that. I truly believe I don't see us beating the Chiefs twice in four weeks. I gave you all the reasons why. Um, 
I think that this is as far as this team goes this year. I think we deal with the right side of our line in free agency and the draft. I think we beef up our linebackers in free agency and the draft, maybe at a corner. We deal with all that next year, and we are a top Super Bowl contender next year. And I think we get to the Super Bowl next year, obviously staying healthy. But I think this is kind of the end of the line. I think this is as far as this team goes. Um, I have us actually, I had the same score. I had 32, I had 31, 26. So it was almost an identical score, but I have it for the chiefs. I think we score a late touchdown, make it close, go for the onside. Don't get it. But you know, it's uh, that's just my feeling. I think that this is as far as this I'm goes just, and I'm, I want to be wrong. Prove me wrong. I want I, to be wrong. I would be, I would be remiss to not say that thus far in in this this season, Joe Burrow three and zero on rematches. Oh, I understand that, but that was against Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and the Raiders. In Mahomes, you have somebody who it's is still as, football. I understand that, but in Mahomes, you have somebody who is as competitive as Joe Burrow. Don't think that Mahomes didn't want this matchup. Don't think that Mahomes isn't looking forward to this matchup. He is cut from the same cloth that Joe Burrow was cut from. That's why when they met in week 17, I said, this is the new Manning Brady. Everybody was talking about Allen and Mahomes, but nobody's talking the Burrow and Mahomes and obviously Burrow and, and uh, Allen. These are all going to be great matchups over the years. But, uh, but um, you know, I just, that, it's a, that's a tall order. And I just, well, don't, don't I think, forget. and if we, and if our offensive line hadn't just put up the absolute worst performance I'd ever seen um, of this, this whole season, I, I might be, I might have a different prediction, but I just think that we were exposed and, and this line has gone as far as it can go. I, okay. I, well, but, but first of all, the chiefs offensive line, uh, the chiefs defensive line is not the Titans defensive line. I understand that. But, but secondly, also, you're you're not looking at all phases. You're talking about offense only. The reason we won the first Chiefs game is because we solved it. We kept Mahomes off the field. We could do that. Right. Well, it like I said, and again. that's part of the tackling, situational football, getting off the field, kind of everything. And I want to see it happen. I'm just my gut says that 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 doesn't happen this week. Yeah, like I, I know, said, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong, um, but go ahead in the comments. Throw us down your predictions, what you think. Yeah, let's see it. Let's and like see I it, said, guys. Do not, do not think that the Ed any way if we don't win this week. This season has been an enormous success. Oh, um, hey, speaking of the comments, if I could real quick, uh, I went back and forth with, uh, um, I can't remember his full, his full handle, but Ivory, I went back and forth with you, Ivory, on the um, the uh, nicknames for Evan McPherson, and uh, you're right, and I get it. Well, I will agree to disagree. Um, I, I don't think that um, that endorsing a, uh, a nickname, Money Mac. I don't think you can endorse your own nickname. I think the answer is. Ah, whatever they want to call me. My attitude is if Burrow told us he wanted to be called something, we would call him that. We wouldn't no, question we it. Yes, we would. 
And yeah. and if, if Money Mac wants to keep wants to keep doing what he's doing, you can call yourself whatever you want. You can call right. yourself well, you, you, you can call yourself you Lucille Ball. I don't care what you call yourself. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep that swag. Well, his teammates are calling him shooter. So as far as I'm concerned, he's shooter. His All right. teammates All right. are calling All right. him shooter. So um, but but that that doesn't matter. This is just a reminder that we're always reading the comments. We're always responding to comments. Hit that subscribe bell. Hit that subscribe button. Comment down below. Give us your give us your score for this game. And go. thank you guys all so much. Hit that like button because it helps other Bengals fans see uh, see video. our video. And we yeah. appreciate you. All right. We will get up uh, our recap as fast as we can. We'll be in different locations watching the game. But obviously, we'll definitely get something up on Sunday after the game. Uh, I'm Like I said, I'm hoping, don't get me wrong, because I predicted Kansas City would win, that I don't want the Bengals to win, because I do. The Super Bowl's here in Los Angeles. I'm in Los Angeles. If they get to the Super Bowl, I will be at that game. So Yeah, and, and you know what else? Um, Mark already told me that if the Bengals make the Super Bowl, he's going to fly me out there and give me a ticket. He's going to give me a ticket. Have you looked at the cost of tickets? You look at the cost of tickets and you'll see what you're asking for. I don't have that kind of scratch. He's he's, going to give me there. But seriously, you guys, follow me. Uh, I rate for Primetime Sports Talk. You can find us at Talk Primetime. You can find me on Twitter at Buy and Sell You. You can find Mark on all the platforms at L.A. Bengals Fan, one word. Follow us, chime in, drop some comments, and let's talk to you soon. I'll leave it to Mark to lead us in the who day. There you go. So with that, I'm going to say who day, everybody. Who day. And enjoy the championship.